Welcome back, people, to the Table Read Podcast. Hope everyone's well, happy and smiling, as per usual. Um, today, I don't want to take too long speaking, because I really just want to get into our guest. Uh, very good old friend of mine, a very popular face, I'd assume, for reasons we're about to get into. Like I said, I don't want to talk too much, because I want to give the floor to, to the special guest we have to the left of me. Georgie Farmer in the building, ladies and gents. Uh, thank you for having me. Man. How are you, mate? Good man, I'm, ex- I'm excited to do this. Good, I'm excited to have you. We've got a, a lot to a lot to talk about. Um, briefly, just how we know each other. We was in uh, a show called The Million Detectives at the National. I've been trying to figure this out. What year was that? Do you know, I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, it must have been, I think I was like 12 when we did it. So it must yeah. have been like 2013? 2013, yeah, that seems yeah. about right. I know I was in year eight. Or something. It was early secondary school years, very early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So must... That was like the time of my life. <laughs> that show, like, that was so much fun. It was madness. Me, you, and Ibrahim, man. Mm-hmm. That's the gang. Shout out to Ibrahim as well. I talked to him dominate every single day. Really? That's my guy, man. That's my oh guy. Oh my god, that's amazing. That's my guy, man. I'm, I'll tell him you said. I'll tell him you said. <laughs> I probably trapped him since we leave her. Yeah. That's my guy. That's but amazing. That's what that well, again. This this podcast, I always have different structures. I'm probably gonna go right back <laughs> to the beginning of your career. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. now that we're on the topic of that show, yeah, that show, I was at the National Theatre the other day because um, a few of my friends were there. And first of all, the theatre has changed drastically. Like remember when we were there, they were, I think they were building a lot of new stuff around it. Like, the stage door was getting refurbished. Yeah, yeah now it's all it's yeah. completely done up. Yeah, and throughout the theatre, you see posters of all the other shows. And I saw one of Million Detectives, and my mind just went straight back to just what well, how many kids was in that show so there's there was bro there was so many of the us. main cast was what six of us i think so yeah i think there was like six but then there was like the free team then the free team of 100 kids <laughs> that would come every single day yeah. which was it, it was madness it was a good time though national theater yeah not many people can say they pulled the national theater at the, age, at the age of 12 years old well that's the thing i didn't even realize like how actually like big of a deal it was until like years removed afterwards because at the time it was like you're doing this show and you're sort of just like having fun with your friends too which Mm -hmm. is such a like unique experience um but yeah man those things are so funny when you'd be like because obviously you'd go in and there'd be a team on standby and obviously there was like (laughs) 50 other kids just in the field at the same time when they would be like when you'd have the when you'd have dinner together in that like in a massive all all the flipping kids and then like 100 kids it was a lot it was hectic fun hectic though the chaperones probably have different opinions oh my god the chaperones chaperones did not like me on that job i remember like when we used to do like the interval or whatever we used to like run in and then we used to like all, you know, we had those like little booths. The little small little like cubicle oh little God, like yeah. practice thing. And we thing, all yeah. ran into one booth and like down Red Bulls. <laughs> the next, the next <laughs> oh man, those are, those are the days. Those were a good time, man. But again, going before that, man, before um before any of this happened, before you were oh, where you are now, how did it all begin for you? How did how did your career, how did you even fall into, into acting? Um, I don't know really, man. I was never really like, um, I always felt, I guess, very very much of like an outsider growing up mm. um especially where i come from it's all about like you sort of go to school and then you play like football mm. on the weekends or whatever and i and i was never good at football um and so my mom i think i had a, i did like sort of performing a little bit and, mm. and stuff like that but my mom ended up taking me to this uh to this like theater school mm. um like a saturday class school thing near where i lived and 
I was like, oh, I finally sort of found people that I felt like I uh, sort of connected with yeah. and sort of like understood. And I finally felt like, oh, these are people that sort of get who I am. Mm. Because before then, I was very much like the, the loner kid, you know, I was like the weirdo kid that, you know, no one really spoke to <laughs> and stuff. So, um, yeah, that, that was sort of that was sort of the first first uh, inkling of it. Um, and then luckily, my parents sort of made the decision to send me to, to Sylvia. Mm -hmm. And I was there from when I was like 10 till 16. And sort of that was the that was sort of the the time where it was like, okay, this is actually what I what I yeah. want to do. Um, yeah. Was it more just just being around people that had the same interests as, as you? And because it's your it's one thing I've always loved about Silver Young, and obviously you know Sam, who you had on recently as well. And I said it in that podcast. The thing that I loved about that show, which is the reason why I ended up going to Brit School when I turned about fourteen, was just you're around people that want to do the same thing as you. It's different going to like a Saturday school, which, which like you said, would, would be cool. But once you're there every single day around people that want to do the same thing as you, you're just helping each other. You're helping each other in, in, improve. So it was, was, was that it? Was it just being around people that wanted to do the same? Yeah, without a doubt, man. It was like going to a school in which everyone around you felt the same way and had the same sort of passions as you. Um, and also just what that school does. I mean, it's such a... It is, it's a complex school, but it's a great school, yeah. you know, because like where else do you get the opportunity to just do like three days of normal work and then two days of just complete fun. And there's an agency connected to it as well. Like, yeah, it's exactly. Like, one of a kind. Whole, yeah, it's got the whole shebang. Yeah. And they've, they've, they've got that set up really well. Um, yeah, so that was definitely like a really sort of eye-opening experience. And I think the thing that sort of stuck around from Sylvia is sort of all of my friends now that I that I speak to are, are from Sylvia so nice. um, and stuff so yeah we 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 had a blast <laughs> we made a strong connection for sure what did you gravitate to the most because like you said you have your vocational lessons and your academic lessons yeah. and so what you was like I'd assume singing dancing acting yeah it's interesting man I sort of was like I sort of was a bit of a, a bit of a drifter I feel like mm. for, for most of it um, and then I started having classes with Bryn Williams, who's a teacher at Sylvia's. And he sort of told me, and because before then I sort of just took it as like, oh, this is, these are people I connect with and I fit in with, and this is fun for me. Mm. And then when I met Bryn, he, um, I remember we had a class one day and we had to do these scenes or whatever, and, you know, we sort of just took the approach of having fun with it. And then he said to us, you know, if you really want to be a proper actor, if you really want to do acting, there's a craft to it. And he was the first person that sort of introduced me to the craft of it. And nice. he told me to go and watch films like Rebel Without a Cause, James Dean, Marla Brando, River Phoenix. Mm. Um, and then from then on, I was just like, okay, this is what I want to do. Nice. And the annoying thing is, is that Sylvia was, there wasn't a lot of acting classes. Like, we had probably the less time with Bryn out of everyone. Mostly singing, because it's musical. It's the yeah, it was like dancing all the time, yeah, whatever, stuff like that. And, you know, it was fun, it was good. But, you know, me and my friends, Sam, Archie, and, and, and Luke, and Zach, actually, we sort of all really liked acting. And mm. so we all really wanted Bryn's classes. So we'd actively try and get ourselves thrown out of dancing. <laughs> so we could go and, and go and have more time with Bryn. But, um... Yeah, I owe, I owe so much to him. He's, he was incredible. 
brilliant. So then going back to Emil, was it, was Emil your first stage job? Yeah, man. I well, no, I did I did a play there when I was like when I was in year six, and it was at the um, at the Tristram Bates Theatre. Mm. Um, but I I remember Emil being like the first like proper job I, mm. I got. Um, the National Theatre as well. That's that's quite a place to to, to have your first job. Do you know what that experience? Like looking back on that experience, was it was just so. Like I feel like I learned so much mm. in what was it six months? The About part, that, yeah, six yeah, seven months. Six months yeah. we were doing that. It was just incredible. I mean, man, we got to perform every night on the Olivier Theatre stage. We got like uh, Bijan, mm. who yeah, I actually just spoke to recently. Oh, we um, did it. Yeah, yeah, I spoke to him again recently. He was fantastic. And who were the assistant directors that they had? Yeah. I remember Jesse. I remember Jesse. I'm trying to remember the girl's name. Yeah. I can't even do it. They were incredible too. They're brilliant, like, brilliant. That, to have that, to have all those different kids and to make a show that complex. Yeah, tough job. Those moving parts and everything. It's such a, it was so crazy. And then I think it was like, was it Nick Heitner who was the head of it at the time? Who was? He played... Um... No, who was like the head of the... Head of, of the national. Oh, I don't even know, you know. I, Before, think... I remember when we were doing tech rehearsals him coming in and like directing our team oh, for like wow. a little bit and that was like and at the time you were just sort of like whoa this is this is cool but then but now, now it's a big deal like, it's a big flipping deal yeah I was, it was yeah so much fun man. even even with saying that when i was at the national the other day um well not the other day it was, it was a couple months ago actually i was speaking to someone there that I, I, they recognized me i think they, they they've been working national for a number of years now and when i said to them i was in the middle of the detectives they said, "Oh, did you play? Did you play Arnie?" Like they, they kind of, their mind went back and they, they remembered who I was, and they were like, "Like, do you realize how much of a big deal that show was? It's one of the only shows on the national to have that many kids in it, kids playing the lead characters. Um, even the technical aspect of of that, with the we had like the movement element of the the stage, we had projections. It was a massive, massive, and like you said at the time, we didn't know we were just having fun performing the lines. But now that I deep it." That show was a massive deal. So for that to be one of your, like you said, your first proper jobs on stage, you can't ask for a better, st- <laughs> a better start, honestly. Just very, just lucky. Like, just very lucky. And to have that group of people, I mean, I know we wasn't in the same team, mm. but I had such a good team. Your team was good. Yeah, team was like really I had good. Ethan as Emil and um, Ibrahim was on my team. And it was just like, oh, it was so much. And then, who's the guy that played? My mind's going back now. This is my... Yeah, <laughs> Gus. Gus, yeah, oh Gus. Oh my god, Gus, yeah, man, yeah, a great team. And he was it. There was three of you from Sylvia. It was you, um, Sam, and, and Jess, wasn't it? Was it only was it only three? Or was there more from from Sylvia's? That was in the oh, that went to the school. Uh, I know Sam and Jess were in my team. Maybe perhaps. Was I? I'm trying to think. Was it anyone else? I went to Sylvia's at the time because that's that's another thing when we had to do rehearsals. Everyone's coming from school. Yeah. So everyone would come in there flipping in their, in their uniform. We'd be literally in rehearsals in like our school shirts or, yes. or anything like that. Like it was, it was just so mad. It was, it was, it was crazy. Every, like it was the most regular thing. Like, like we're just a bunch of kids having fun, turning up to a theater just to rehearse and learn the lines and whatever. But then, like you said, looking back at it now, it was a big deal. We were creating something really special that people, even to this day, still remember as like one of the pivotal moments in in international of that show. Um, I wish I, I wish there was some sort of video like of the full show. Oh, that, they've they've done that before with things like War Horse. They do like the live version. I don't think they were doing that back then when we was. That would be a gem 
to even even if it, if it wasn't my team, just to watch it again. Yeah, just for sure. Like you know, when you went into the the uh, what was it? When he goes into the like the sewers and the ladder. Oh yeah, it came up brilliant. And I'm like, do you remember in tag we all looking like, Whoa. What the hell is going on? There were so many parts that showed that was mad. The part where we have to chase um, Mrs. Snow around the auditorium. Oh, and we have to run even things like that. I'm like, what the hell was going on? That show was ridiculous. Yeah, those are the days. Good times, man. Good times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but on to another project you were on that I remember um, we was a few of us were auditioning for this show. I was in a mill, um, Evermore. The Evermore Chronicles on, on Disney Channel. I remember, and I remember this to this day, I remember the, the day this happened. I think we all, I can't remember who it was, me, you, and two other boys that was auditioning for the show. But only one of, I only saw one of them at the audition. I think our, our point was like back to back. Mm-hmm. So only when we got there, we were all talking about the same audition. I remember looking at us going like, only one of us is going to get this part. <laughs> I was like, only one of us is going to, I think some of us were going for the same character. And I was like, only one of us is going to get this part. And to me, I was like, if it's going to be anyone, it's going to be Georgia that's going to get this part, man. Because everyone was talented, obviously, in Emil. But you were one of the guys, I'm like, I know Georgie's going to go really, really, really far. So when it came to audition for that, I was like, yeah, Georgie's going to get this part. So when you did, I was not surprised. But when you booked, what was your reaction? Because I don't know if you're the same with me, but I was like, Disney Channel to me was like the place you want to be on. As a kid, I was like, I have to be on Disney Channel. So when you find out you're going to be on Disney Channel playing a, a main role in a really, really good series, yeah. um, what was that like? What was even the audition process like, if you can remember? Because it was a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, I, I do remember it was like, right around the email time mm. um, and I remember like going for auditions for that and then um, I remember I remember the the time I thought like oh the the one time that sticks out is I remember going to chemistry reads for it mm. and I remember being the only kid there reading for the Jake role yeah. and I was like oh okay that might mean something it's a good sign that it's a good sign and then I remember, man, this is actually kind of cruel, but this is how I knew that I got it. Basically, they were like auditioning at Sylvia's for another character. Mm. And they said, because uh, the agency was like attached to the school. Mm. So they had this system where you would go down and you'd walk past the agency, like where it was, and they would have the registers up. And if your name was highlighted, you have to go in to the agency. So my name was highlighted, went in. And. Julie, mm. who was there at the time, and she was like, oh, um, one of the producers is there from um, Evermore Chronicles, they want to meet you. And so I went up into the room, and then he was like, oh, I just wanted to tell you in person that it, it hasn't gone your way. Bro, literally, it hasn't gone your way, but, um, you know, you know, you should probably call your mom and like, let her know or whatever. Wow. And then I was just like sitting there, and he was like, oh, I'm only joking. Don't do that, bro. <laughs> That's I like, oh, I did get, you know, and stuff. So that was kind of, I guess it was kind of cool. It's funny, but still, like I said, how, how old are you at that time? 12, 13-ish? Well, yeah, I must have still been, yeah, 12, you in a mill. Don't yeah, do that to a 12-year-old kid. In person as well, that's awful. That's awful. Yeah, so then was lucky enough to go and, to go and do that for, for a couple of years. And um, yeah, that was a unique experience because I think um, it was the first time they'd filmed anything of like that size in the UK yeah. before. Um, and it was my first sort of time working on a TV show, mm. doing like TV acting and stuff, and um, especially on that first series, um, I met Chris, a guy called Chris Cotton, mm. who was the director, who's like become a friend now. Nice. Um, 
and stuff and then George too and, and stuff like that and then obviously in the later seasons India came in mm-hmm. and now India is a really good friend yeah. and stuff and so yeah it was it was it was great great time great experience um, and definitely a lot of like it's really unique being a kid in a show on stage is unique but then being a kid on set is even more unique completely just because of like laws around it and you have to do like a certain amount of hours chaperones of and all that stuff and, yeah and stuff like that and you know, the way it would work is, is that if you were busy filming for like most of the shoot, they would have to cram your hours into like, I don't know, four days. Yeah. So you're thinking like 90 hours of like four days or something. Mm. They're like crazy. Maybe not 90 hours. I don't know. <laughs> but like, you know, a, like a, something around there. Um, and yeah, it was, it was tough work. And it was me, a boy called Alex, and India pretty much who were, who were doing the, Brilliant. the school in most of the time. What was your reaction like seeing yourself on 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 TV, uh, on Disney Channel, on as well? It's actually funny, man. I remember like, I mean, this is this is funny. I remember like the day before it coming out or whatever, um, doing like like my whole like family like coming around to watch it or whatever and, and stuff like that. I remember that very mm. sort of clearly, like that first time it showing and like being on TV. I mean, it was good, like, it felt, it felt good or whatever, but then obviously whenever you're an actor and you watch, you're like, oh, no, I should have done better. <laughs> That's why I don't like watching myself. Exactly. But it's never exactly. going to be good yeah. to you. Man, yeah, you can't, yeah. It's I hear that. that. It's always that thing. That's brilliant. That's sick. So then on to, ugh, you, you, since then, you've, you've been flying, man. You've been in, I want to ask you something, you was in um, Ready Player One. Oh, yeah. You was in Ready Player One. Did you ever get to meet... Yeah, I did. Oh, for you, we know who I'm talking about. For yeah. said, oh man, well, that was man, that was unique. Why? Well, the thing is that Evermore ended up getting cancelled after like the second season mm. of it, um, and then I really didn't really do anything for for a long time. Um, I sort of did bits and bobs, and then there was this sort of school like all of the Sylvia's kids were auditioning for this like one very small minor role, mm. Ready Player One, but then with the idea to sort of work or be on a steven spielberg set it was like that would be the most incredible thing doesn't matter how many lines you have just just to yeah, be on like the set just to, just to do it and i did the audition and then i ended up getting it and i remember that day i was doing it for like one day mm. and i was so nervous the entire day like most of the days are blur mm. <laughs> and i remember my mom she was still chaperoning me and we were in the trailer before and i was like freaking out mm. i was like i don't know if i'm gonna be able to do this I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I was like, yeah, but you don't understand. It's like Steven, <laughs> Steven Spielberg. Like, this Mom. is not just this like, is a big deal. Yeah, like, you know, this is not just like, you know, your regular sort of thing. <laughs> and uh, Matt, he was so nice to me. He took so much time with me that he didn't really need to. Brilliant. It was like on this massive, like, soundstage. It was the biggest set I've ever seen. And he like literally sat down and spoke to me for like five minutes. Um, he was incredible, and um, yeah, it was like it was it was cool. Brilliant. I remember watching. I didn't know. You, I remember watching it in the cinema. I didn't know you was in it. And I watching it. And I, <laughs> I was watching it. I was with one of my friends, and I went, "Is that Georgie?" And they don't know who you are. They're like, "What?" I went. You're not gonna know what I'm talking about, but I, that looks like someone. I'm pretty sure. I had to go and watch it again. I remember the moment. I was like. I said, oh my God, it's been Georgie. I said, what the fuck? I said, what the hell? Um, and it was, yeah, it was very small, minor part, but uh, it was, yeah, it was 
massively fun like you said working with Shiva and Spiel, but like it doesn't matter what how many lines just the, the not a lot of people can say they've worked with how old was you when you did that as well oh I must have been about I don't know man I feel like my career's just gone massively downhill since the last <laughs> 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 no, I, I was like uh, I was I think it was like 15 15, 16 what yeah. yeah now saying that your career's gone downhill lies my friend I would have to politely disagree because of what we're about to talk about now, um, again, even before we turn the cameras in, I just, I just remembered, you know, um, Tommy L. Jenkins, who we, we had on recently as well, from the show Wednesday, which is like, I, I should have had the numbers up, but the numbers are massive. Like, it's probably one of the biggest shows in the world, biggest show on Netflix, but just in general, it's probably one of the biggest shows in the world right now for obvious reasons. It's, it's an amazing, amazing show. Um, you play the character of, of Ajax, who has become a bit of a fan favourite, you know. When I, when I look on, on social media, you never really know who the audience is going to gravitate to. Even if me on Death in Paradise, they, you know they're going to gravitate to the lead and all that kind of stuff. But the audience always, they make their own mind up. And your character has become a fan favourite. Damn near. Yeah, man. I, yeah, the whole Wednesday experience has just been crazy. Like, it's, it felt, it's the reception of the show. Mm far exceeded I think what any of us yeah. thought it was going to be um, you know but then it's all owed like it's all down to, to Jenna and Tim man. like I say this a lot that we're sort of just all riding on Jenna's coattails <laughs> because yeah she's incredible and it was just man, the most incredible experience what was the audition process of, of if you did audition at all to um to put, to put that oh part. yeah yeah I definitely auditioned <laughs> <laughs> you never know man yeah, you never yeah, know yeah yeah I was yeah, someone asked me actually the other day. That I was like, "Oh, what did what attracted you to the script?" And I was like, "It wasn't about what attracted." I got sent the script. <laughs> it was about like if they would if they would let me do it, you know. Um, yeah, I so basically I auditioned for the role, mm. and then a couple months went by, um, and it was actually interesting. I was in the before the audition came up. I'd been like really low. Mm. I'd been very low. I'd sort of questioned whether acting was really for me mm. because I just wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't doing it. Like I wasn't, I wasn't getting anything. I wasn't sort of progressing in any way mm. I felt. And I was at a really low point and I just actually got into a relationship with someone who sort of really like picked me up a little bit again, nice. sort of like, um, I don't know, made me feel, gave me a bit more sort of confidence in myself that I really didn't have before nice. uh, the thing anyway. So I owe so much to her. Um, but yeah, so I was with her and we were in, um, we were at her uni dorm room and the sub tape came through and I did the tape and we like balanced the tape on this like wooden, like literally, man, it was the most like worst self tapes. Every actor has their makeshift like tape what? set like, up. Like it's mad. There is what, no, like there's the no levels you go to to get the shots. Got that from that tape. <laughs> it was like, it was like, all unbalanced and everything. Um, so yeah, did the tape and then a couple months go by and then uh, my agent called me and said, Tim would like to do a screen test with you on Zoom. And this is obviously all on Zoom because all the, all the COVID time. Um, and so I obviously freaked out because Tim is actually a director that I've grown up adoring. Yeah. Like he was the director that I was like, oh, I'd love to do yeah. this sort of stuff. Um, and so I was like freaking out. I was like, I can't believe it. You know, he's going to be on Zoom. And then when I went on the Zoom, it was Tim, Emma was there, and then Jenna was there too. 
and then like a, like miles an hour the showrunners and then some other people and I was just like oh man this is just that's a lot I've just got to try and just get through it yeah. so I can't even remember what the what the screen test was like um, I was sort of just thinking like okay just focus on Emma and just try and focus on being as like present as possible yeah um, and then they had like a five day window after whether they tell you or not whether you've got it or not mm. and then on the last day I got a call and they said yeah I got it so yeah it was massive like I just crazy I was like crying I was like I can't believe I can't believe it. that's one of them shows where it's gonna change your life like like, like you said that you were about to, you felt like felt like quitting so to, to get any job would have lifted you up just to give you a bit of reassurance but to get something like that is is madness yeah it felt really special man and it feels and the reason i think why it feels even more sort of special is just because of like that cast and that crew you know because we, we were filming for eight months in romania um, we're gonna get to that yeah, <laughs> that's news uh, to me yeah we filmed for eight months in romania and we really did like it was very strict covid times too mm. like we were tested every day. What year were you filming that, by the way? Sorry? What year were you filming that? 2021? This was 2021. Okay. This was 2021 into 2022. So okay. we actually wrapped in April 2022. Oh, First wow. of April 2022. It's a quick turnover. I know. It was a very <laughs> quick turnover. Yeah, crazy. And um, yeah, so we like we all we had was each other and very strict. Like, you know, if you if you were, if you'd left for Christmas break or whatever, you had to come back and you had to quarantine for like five days by yourself. <sighs> And then rejoin the bubble, yeah. um, and we just all became like so so close, mm -hmm. all of us. Um, so yeah, I'm just. I saw how hard Jenna worked too. I like in, I was living in an apartment in the same place as Jenna, and I saw how hard she worked on the role. You know, like she was filming like 12, 13 hour days, Jeez. and would come back and have like three hours of cello, four hours of sort of learning German and stuff and I'm just so happy that you know of course her performance is amazing we sort of knew it was going to be amazing mm. but for people to be you yeah. know seeing that too it's, yeah. it feels really nice that's good to hear good that you're saying that as well just to let people know that the hard work does go into it like it might seem I feel like acting in general people think like acting's easy I mean on paper you can say it is you know just yeah. learn lines and say it but like you saying with Jenna how she'd do 12 hours and come back and start learning doing her channel lessons to make sure that her performance is is the best it can be a lot of hard work goes into it yeah um, definitely man i mean i feel a lot as well with acting and with film sets in general when you're lucky enough to be on there there's nothing but you just feel gratitude and grateful because you know how lucky you are to be doing this right. especially to be working on something with like wednesday and be working with someone like tim yeah um and i feel like the work hard, like that hard working spirit comes from just feeling so grateful to be there. And I know Jenna felt so much responsibility and so much, you know, cause she's, it's not just like you're playing a character that no one's ever known before. It's a famous character. It's a very famous character very. that means a lot to a lot of people. Yeah. And yeah, she, she really, really worked so hard on it. Yeah. And everyone on that job too. Mm. Everyone was away from their families for such a long time. And yeah, so, very just feel very happy and lucky that it's gone down the way it has yeah it's deserved it's highly deserved back to your audition what when you saw the character i feel like when you get auditioned there's always a you look at a character and you go oh this is me like I, this is i've got this like, this is in a bag or you go 
I'm not quite sure I can pull this off, but as any actor will do, you go, I'll give it a go. You can, you can adapt. Which one did you automatically was, was you drawn to the character or was you kind of like, oh, I'll see what I can do with it? Yeah, I mean, it was all pretty like, um, probably his shyness was a big thing for mm. me. Like massively, I really became like massively shy, like a shy person. Mm. Um, like in my sort of like late teens sort of thing. So I really sort of like understood that, I guess. Um, obviously his shyness comes from being a Gorgon. <laughs> something that I can't relate to but uh, there's always going to be something you can't relate to that one, that's a big one yeah you got to find a way to it. Um, yeah that's that's sort of what I sort of related to brilliant well like I said the 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 reception from that show has, has been amazing, really, really. And even, I remember when I saw the first trailer for it, like knowing the Adams Family on Wednesday, I was really excited because just from the trailer, I was like, I can tell a lot of effort has gone into, not even just even pre-production, but before it's even got done, I could tell a lot of effort had gone into it. And I was like, I'm really looking forward to see it because every time, hard work always relays back onto screen. If people have worked hard, you can tell them. When it, when it comes to acting, props, hair and makeup, the script, you can always tell. Well, just in terms of that, like the everyone put in so much work for that show, from like the writers from Miles and Al writing it to Tim making it his own world, yeah. and then you know it was so cool, man. When I when I got there and when we were sort of like doing tests, because you know we were sort of figuring out how you know there was an argument that I would wear the prosthetics of the um, snake the entire time and have like a beanie, literally a beanie over it. Then it didn't work That's because nice. it would be like, you know, five hours every day putting that on. It just didn't. What was it? And it was a motion cap. It was no, it was, that, it was, it was uh, a prosthetic. Well, it actually was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but wow. then it ended up only, we only ended up seeing it like a couple of times. But it would take like five hours to put it on every it day. It looks like it would take a long time. So so if it would have been every single day. That's a lot. Day, That's a lot. Very early cool times, which yeah. I guess in hindsight I'm grateful for. But um, <laughs> yeah. You know, and Tim would, man, he was so, he was so cool. I remember getting there and then the first day I was on like, at the studio, he came in and met me and then like, again, it was that similar experience with Steven where I was like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. But then as soon as you meet them, that you just realize they're the nicest, coolest yeah. people. Um, and then, yeah, so he had like all these drawings of all the characters and then the hair and makeup team and then the costume team, you know, when you're working on a Tim Burton show, you know, it's, it's a big, there's a lot of stuff. Everything's got to be at, at this height. Yeah, height, exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, everyone worked so, so hard on that. And the whole prosthetic team too. And we had such a great crew, man. Like the ADs and everything, they were amazing. Brilliant. And like, again, like I said, you can you can tell, you can feel the love on screen, man. Um, listen, bro, we're going to leave it there. I'm, I, I appreciate you for coming on. I, like, when I... <laughs> You met the better backstory of how, how this happened. After I forgot you knew Sam, I completely forgot you 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 because it's from Sylvia's. And then when you messaged me like basically like showing your love to that episode, and I was like, I wonder if Georgie will say yes. I was like, I wonder if I thought let me just ask. You can only say no. So when you said yes, I just got so excited automatically. I was like, I cannot wait to, to get him on this podcast, man. Just for stories like that and and just talking about your your career, bro. Um, I was I was always like I was kind of very nervous coming here because I was mm. like well I'm just very much a beginner I feel like I don't really have too much to say so but I, nah, everyone's got their stories so, man now nah, brilliant um, let the people know where they can where they can find you on any social medias or anything like that 
I don't know. This feels so shameless. <laughs> what do you mean? There's like no shame, shame on this on this podcast, bro. You do what you I want. Don't know. I'm on Instagram. I guess um, my username is Georgie. Ah, I'll put I'll put it in. It will be there. It will be there. It will be there. <laughs> Thank you to you guys for watching. As per usual, full audio will be on on Spotify. Like, subscribe, share. Much love to Billy for helping out as always. Much love, and I'll see you next time. As always, why am I? I don't know what I'm doing. Why am I still talking? It's meant to be done by now. Stop watching. Cut. Leave. Leave. <laughs>